Hello and welcome to the Pugsley Crew Reviews. This week we're discussing a film called Midnight Run, which was picked by the guest, which is Jeff Yard. How are you doing, Jeff? Hello, I'm good, thank you. So before we talk about this film, right, why did you pick this film? Um, Because I, I thought it's a bit more basic than the last film that I picked, which was um, Cloud Atlas. Um, at, at the time, I also thought it was a lot shorter, but um, it's only slightly shorter. Well, it's um, a good, good hour and, shorter. <laughs> a good hour, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I remember liking it when I first saw it a, a few years ago. Um, so I thought um, yeah, it'd be worth watching the first movie that came to my head when you asked me, so. Surprising um, that it come to your head, considering like I don't know, it's like a 1988 film, so it would have been something, you know, you would have been probably too young to have seen when it came out, <laughs> stuff like that. So <laughs> I, mean, I went a couple of years, well, I'll say a couple of years back. It might have been ten years or so back, but I, I decided to. Because uh, I've not seen too many films or movies and stuff. It's there that I often watching TV or go to the cinema. So yeah. um, I, I went to educate myself on quite a few classic films that I hadn't seen. So uh, Psycho, Godfather, Godfather 2. And uh, and I watched Heat, which also had Robert De Niro in it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I like him as an actor. Uh, so, so it's, I searched uh, a few other films that he'd been in. I saw Midnight Run, um, and um, yeah, that, that's um, that's how I found the film originally. No, that's fair. Uh, so, this film, right? For those who are unaware, basically. Some guy, he's doing accounts for, uh, like, the mob. And he embezzles their money or something, steals it, basically, and donates it to charity. And he needs to be brought back to a city in America. Los Angeles. <laughs> it's Los Angeles, is it? I thought it was, but I didn't want to say just in case I was wrong. <laughs> So he wants to bring him back, so the person who paid his bail bonds or something, oh, that works, uh, gets his money back. Oh, yeah, that, I think that's it. And, uh, yeah. you know, shenanigans ensue throughout the entire film. This one bit of mess leading on to another bit of mess, <laughs> and so on. Uh, basically, Robert De Niro is like a bounty hunter. Um, turns out he was a cop, but then he left being a cop in Chicago, and there's then a bounty hunter in LA. And um, yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the film then? Because obviously, it starts off with him like chasing down some random guy who has nothing really to do with the film, but it kind of sets up this uh, Robert De Niro, as well as the other guy whose name I forget, who was in Beverly Hills Cop. Um, uh, Charles Grodin. Yeah. Is that his name? The one who was in Beverly Hills Cop? 
don't know whether he's in Beverly Hills Cop, but I've got ah. the Wikipedia page on, so... Ah, right. It's the guy who's um, got a beard, you know, the other bounty hunter. Oh. Yeah, set up the uh, dynamics straight away. And... Um, I think that's John David Ashton, I, I believe. Yeah, ah, fair enough. I'm not, I'm, I'm not familiar with many actors' names because I'm a fucking... I got the memory of a gnat. <laughs> yeah, so it's set up, uh, like, showing the kind of dynamic between those. Like, one of them is meant to be a better boat hunter than the other one, but they both kind of shitty. <laughs> like, it starts off like Robert Nero almost gets shot with a shotgun. Uh, fortunately, he ducks, otherwise it would be a very short film. <laughs> And, um, yeah, like, he chases the guy out of a building. The other body hunter grabs him. And then uh, Robert De Niro punches the other body hunter and knocks him out and then runs off with the bounty. And then that's um, kind of when it all starts then proper. Like, he gets uh, his money from the other guy, the guy who wants his money from the bail yeah. the bail money so he tells him about this job and he's like yeah i want a hundred thousand for doing it and he's like but it's a midnight run you could do it easy i don't know what a midnight run is i have no idea what a midnight run is i couldn't say but um it's from there on then it starts off he gets him really easily and then you know it, it, the entire film then is about bringing him back from like one state to another I believe. Right. Um, yeah, uh, j just to pick up on, on Midnight Run, uh, it's a phrase that means an easy job. Yeah, right. Clearly it wasn't an easy run. Because the FBI <laughs> are trying to get this guy, the mob are trying to get this guy, the other bounty hunters trying to get this guy. Um, yes. It's a clusterfuck from start to finish. Like... <laughs> Any anything uh, anything you like about the film particularly then because obviously like the film is you know a kind of typical kind of action y kind of comedy film from the eighties really now two I, I, I think... hmm? sorry go on as I say like two people who don't get on by the end they get on and kind of a bit cheesy but not cheesy in that sense. Yeah, but, I mean, in, in a, some sort of way, it does remind me a bit of the first Toy Story with um, Woody and Buzz's relationship at first. Um, like it, it's like a road buddy movie, I guess. Um, I think, because I'm not like, as I say, I'm not massively into films, so um, I'd, I'd probably just be, um, wouldn't be too invested in it if it's like, pure that chin but because it's got the, the comedy aspects and it is quite like it, it's not like a an in your face comedy it's quite subtle it's sort of how the, the uh, Robert De Niro and, and Charles Grodin uh, interact with each other and you, you know um, the Duke is sort of like an annoying sibling and um, um, Robert De Niro um, What's he called Jack? He, he's yeah. just like quite, quite straight, just like 
<laughs> shut the fuck up and get to LA. So, um, and I, I think it does. I mean, that it's sort of almost generic as it is. I think it hits the emotional beats quite well, like with the um, daughter, the father daughter, the union. Um, yeah, and the um, Jack and um, the Duke's relationship starts to improve on the train when they have a bit of a joke about it and they're like you know what in a different life i'd, I'd still probably hate you um, <laughs> and a bit of a laugh so i remember the ending as well um it, it's a good ending uh, uh, well i say good ending as in you know it's a happy ending but maybe a bit cheesy but i, I think it's um well well deserved well earned at, at the end yeah yeah uh, I I rather enjoyed it. Like I, I think it, it's really well played throughout. Like Robert Nero uh, playing this constant straight kind of guy for the most part is rather fucking great. Uh, I think it's one of, like one of the things. And I I know his staff. He's like saying stuff to him. He's like, and I've got two words for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you were going to ask me my favorite line, that would probably be it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe when we're going into the airport and he's like, oh, I suffer from agoraphobia and claustrophobia, and he's like, if you don't show up, you're going to suffer from fistophobia. Um, this is good, though, because end- obviously the film, I, I think if they'd got on the plane, I, I, like obviously it would be played out differently. The FBI would have been there, the mob would have been at the end, but they all cocks up from the start there because he's like, I can't fly, it's going to crash. And then like they, he's like, oh, you can't take him on you. And, you know, it all obviously all plays out differently then. So they have to travel by car, by train, by um, another train, <laughs> by, <laughs> by several different cars. Yeah, yeah. it's... Um, it- even by River Rapids at one point. Um, mm. you know, it's, it's certainly like a, I wouldn't say comedy of errors because it's not really erroneous. I think, um, obviously, uh, Aducus, the Duke, sort of deliberately, you know, it's like these things go down and get gets themselves booted off a plane. Um, so, and, and yeah, as you say, have been over in about 30 minutes if they just got on the plane and got back to LA but instead it, it goes on for a bit longer yeah about two hours longer <laughs> hour and a half but yeah um uh like obviously it's, it's like they're traveling across like however far in America I, I don't know um but it's <sighs> it's funny though like the interactions between them like on the um train when they first get on the first train it's like he locks him in a bathroom and he's like that's your room this is my room (laughs) (laughs) and he's just sat in the toilet for ages but he finally lays him out into the room and then he's like he must have decided he wanted to go to sleep because he's back in the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) oh he just got fed of him talking because he talks a lot i think he talks just to annoy him to be honest but yeah does seem that like he definitely seems to have a good grip of how to get under your skin as i say it's like you know with a an annoying younger brother like when we're driving and he's still singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall <laughs> yeah 
it, it's funny how many times they have to switch things up. It's like they have to try and get money in various different ways. If they they steal, I don't know many cars. You know, like he's, he's like, yeah, I don't like people who break the law, kind of thing. You know, <laughs> they break about fucking nine million just getting from one airport <laughs> from one place to another. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, in a way, because um, the bail bond guy Eddie, he. he um sort of hires the other um bounty hunter to, to go after him and then that, that ends up messing up the job even more so yeah um i did like that he's like i want a thousand and a hundred thousand and he's like oh i'll pay you the same as i'm paying jack uh twenty five thousand dollars i was like <laughs> you <laughs> it's like quarter of the amount uh Brilliant. And uh, yeah, but one other thing I, I do like, and it, it's quite a small touch, but it's like occasionally the characters would, um, and, and in particular Robert De Niro, would like mispronounce a word um, and, and just keep it in. Like, I, I think, um, trying to think of the example that, that came. Uh, like when we were talking about the chorizo meal and, and stuff, and there was another example where he, he, he mispronounced a word. I, I think he's when we're doing the um, getting the twenty dollars, and he's like doing the litmus configuration or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. I think that that's sort of like you know people in real life that they're not always speaking eloquently without messing up. So it's just a few little touches there that really see too often in in media mm. i wonder if that was him messing up and they just kept her in because they thought like they off it was intentionally like that yeah it's um i mean, I mean could well be um who knows yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, either way i think it is subtle enough that if it was um intentional fair enough but if it was um you know, a, a, a mistake. It, it certainly didn't seem like it. it you know, it, it could have been, you know, the director's intent to have it as a character trait. So, one thing I liked later in the film, where you, where you were just talking about, is when they were pretending to be the like FBI when they went into that place to get the money, and then like just outside where they run into get on the train, it's like they just bombed a place <laughs> right in, <laughs> and they run in to jump on a freight train right in front of it how, da how daft can you be <laughs> <laughs> also I like that as well he's like oh what's what's this place called he's like oh red's pub or red's in red's bar red something like that <laughs> and he's like oh is your name red it's like no it's jim i don't know what his name was <laughs> and he's like oh so why'd they call you red it's a uh, short for redwood because my last name is wood and i was like, it's like what <laughs> What the fuck? Red has nothing to do with his name. Why did they call him Red? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's quite. A, I mean, you know, I had a few moments in mind when you, you sort of mention it's just a, a funny film. I think um, it is. I, I think that's what of helps um, keep the pace quite, quite flowing. Um, 
And um, yeah, the, the soundtrack actually is um, done by Danny Elfman, who did the Simpsons theme. Yeah. And, and uh, Batman yeah. as well, didn't he? The movies. Yeah. Batman 1989, I think. That could be your next movie then. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Batman. Ah, oh, Batman. I'm not Batman. Too fat. I'm fat man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you haven't seen this film? I've seen some of the film before. Right. I caught like a bit of it on TV before, but I didn't see it all. Yeah. But so I, what, what, I rather what? enjoyed watching it from beginning to end. Mm. It was rather enjoyable. My guess is because I didn't make her watch films. So I said, oh, what shit are you making me watch now? And she actually didn't mind it. She thought it was all right. Like, she thought it was quite good. So that's a plus. Unlike Cloud Atlas, where she was like, do not make me watch films again. <laughs> and then I make her watch everyone anyway. I'm a meanie. Okay. So I'm, I'm glad I've sort of redeemed myself somewhat with a, with a film choice. Um... Yeah, this is definitely, for me, a lot more fun to watch than Cloud Atlas. I know Cloud Atlas has a bit more going for it, and it's a bit more of a complex story and uh, what have you, but it, it, I found it quite boring, whereas this, I just it just was engaging throughout. Yeah, I think um, like Cloud Atlas is obviously a bit more complicated in, in terms of its setup, whereas this is just... Going from A to B with a, a bit of a squiggle in between, so you know it's not not too difficult to to follow, and you can just in, enjoy the action and enjoy the humour of it. Um, so yeah, I think um, it's. Um, I, I don't often watch films, but this one was one film that has stuck in my head. So as as. Uh, so glad to get the the excuse to rewatch it. Um, but yeah, I think um, again, one of my sort of favourite aspects of it was, um, you know, it's got the humour, it's got the action, but it's also got the, um, the sort of emotional moments. And I think the, the relationship between uh, Jack and um, the Duke is. Um, Probably one of the highlights of it as well, um, and 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 just those two going off on each other is like, I, I guess watching, you know, as I say, um, siblings or, or best friends <laughs> just annoying each other. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed the film. I I think that um, it is if no one if if. If someone hasn't seen this film, they should check it out. Like, it is fun from beginning to end. It's, it's not super serious. It is funny. It does have some action scenes, although they're not, like, over the top. There, there is some, like, like, most of it is, like, silly stuff, and then you have, like, a bit of action to break it up more than anything, I would say. But it, it it's really fun. And, um... It's all well acted. I like all the characters in it. Yeah, like, and uh, I think it still holds up today as well. Um, hmm? You know, you can. It, it's not overwhelming you with, um, you, you know, I'm not familiar with the bail bond system in, in America, but you sort of get the gist of, of what they want. 
about having to understand that. So, um, yeah, I also kind of like the uh, like the the mob boss guy. He was like just a dick, and the way he treated his lawyer was brilliant. It's like <laughs> I will fucking like one of the things he says something along the lines of like they talk, and he's like, "If you tell me to fucking not do this, I'm going to jam this phone right through your fucking skull and stuff like that." Fuck. <laughs> 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 And then, like, when yeah, they will leave, it's like, I know you're going to tell me not to do this, but why don't you sit down and have a fucking glass of milk and a sandwich? I'm like, what? <laughs> a glass of milk and sandwich? Uh, treat them like a child. <laughs> yeah. That, that lawyer person, probably, I know he only had a few lines and was told to shut the fuck up most of the time, but I think he probably was the most sensible out of any of the characters. <laughs> Mm. Um, um yeah i'd agree he's like you give the guy good advice and the guy didn't listen <laughs> at all ever so just to settle this sort of philosophical debate who who do you think lied first um you think jack lied first about letting him go do you think uh the duke lied first about being able to fly the duke lied first but <laughs> 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 uh, well, I, I, I do like his logic that when, when jack lied to him he didn't know that, that he had lied initially so as far as jack was concerned he was lying first <laughs> yeah but he did say, though, know, he thought he might have been bluffing. So maybe he did believe he was lying, but he still couldn't make him fly. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> after, I have to give the writer a ring now and say, yo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who lied first? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it is a good, a good little thing like, oh, but you didn't know I was lying. Therefore, to you, you lied first. I like how he's like... I don't know what on earth you're going on about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an enjoyable film. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap up soon. But uh, is there anything you'd like to say about the film as like a kind of, you know, little thing, little pitch for the film, little thing, yeah. I don't know, thingy mabobba? So, <laughs> I mean, it's available to watch on, on YouTube. It's, um, I say it's, Fairly, you know, two-hour film, but um, I, I think I'd, I'd certainly recommend it if if you want something good to watch, a bit light, um, and um, yeah, something funny as well. Yes, it's a good film. I I rather enjoyed it. Um, it's quite different to the films I've watched recently, in that. I'm pretty sure they've been quite quite a bit more serious. <laughs> uh, like the last film we did for this with me and Kerr was um, uh, um, Hippopotamus. And that's a very different film to that. This this is like fun and the other one's like odd. But um, yeah, I think, I think if you enjoy a good um, buddy bro kind of thing, but not quite... It's, it's kind of a film where you have two people who don't get on, gradually get on, lots of uh, silly situations arise, 
There's a bit of action. A bit of comedy. You know, it's all good. Check it out. Well worth it. In my opinion. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if I were to give it a rating, I'd probably give it maybe 90%. Ooh. I, I would give it an 8 out of 10 because I go with 10s because I'm lazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 9 out of 10, man. Yeah, it's, it is it is very good. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, like I said, all, all the uh, characters are near good. Uh, they're all acted well. Just What's generally lots of fun. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I like Jack and the Duke together. I think them two together are kind of like, you know, a good, they play off each other well. So it's, you know, what about yourself? It's, um, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it's tough because it, it, I think Jack and the Duke do, do go hand in hand. I, I did like um, the FBI agent, Mosley. Mosley was good, he, yeah. He kept stealing with cigarettes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> there's one scene when he gets on the train and the sort of um, train staff's like, oh, this guy was also an FBI agent called Mosley, and just like, I'm Mosley. Yeah, I think aside from uh, the two main guys, I think, uh, yeah, Mosley. Yeah. um, Overall, like I said, really good film. Check it out. Uh, Like Jeff said, it's on YouTube, so it's easy to get uh, to watch. Good film. Uh, I enjoyed the pick by Jeff. Who knows when he's on next or more he'll pick next. It'll probably be something that's an hour long because he seems to be going hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah everything works out bad. in the end. They get married <laughs> and live happily ever after. <laughs> that doesn't choose another long film. <laughs> in the... Well, last time I gave you two hours. Before that, three. This time I'm combining the two and giving you a five-hour film. <laughs> yeah. As I say, that would be the other Robert De Niro film, Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen it. I watched it in uh, with Penny actually in in cinema. Oh, nice. So, well, actually, it's two hundred and six minutes. <laughs> Ah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like three and a half hours. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah, I think that is going to be us then. Uh, as I said, I like the film. Uh, Jeff likes the film. We all like the film. You should watch the film. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll see you again very, very soon. Uh, next time. No idea where the film will be, but next later. time. Catch you later, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Why aren't you popular with Chicago Police Department? Something that really doesn't concern you. She hurt you, Janet? Yeah. I'm sorry. What are you sorry about? I'm sorry you're hurt. I'm not hurt. You just said you were hurt. I'm not hurt.
You just said you were hurt. I didn't hurt. say I was hurt. You said I was I hurt. I asked you if you were hurt, and you said, yeah, I'm hurt. That's because you you made me say it. You're starting to put words in my mouth. Jack, you're a grown man. You have control over your own words. You're goddamn right I do. So here come two words for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>